uh, Craigslist threesome guy and I were headed home. It's going to be very easy for me to continue not eating Papa John's pizza for the rest of forever. He prefers to 69. Hello and welcome. We are back from theballerlifestyle.com. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. I'm the host of the show, but you know that by now. I hope. Somebody told me that they found this. Somebody reached out and they said they found this show via search. They were like searching for something else and the show popped up. I think it was like The Bachelor or something. And I was like shocked. I thought it was only word of mouth thing. Um, but sometimes people search for the show. So you might not, you might be the first time you're listening. My name is Brian Beckner. I host the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Thank you for finding us via iTunes or Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, that Microsoft thing that supposedly exists, the Windows Store, I don't know. Uh, episode 228 of the show. Very, very stoked you are joining us. If you would like to reach out, please do so via the email address, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com is the email. Voicemail, 949464TBLS. The Facebook page. Not sure what's going on on the Facebook page these days, to be honest. Uh, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast Facebook page and or group, both. On Facebook, and of course iTunes, I should really read the iTunes reviews, maybe we do another roasting contest, but that's a good way to help the show, if you can just go there and rate and review the show, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast on iTunes, people do find the show that way, so that could help. And of course, Patreon.com, I'm thinking about giving a little slice of next week's show a few days early on patreon.com just to give a little nibble to the people that love us the most that that's a place where you can make a donation a financial contribution to the show patreon.com slash the baller lifestyle i am joined now by the co-host of the show hoboken's own married 18 years yesterday mr ed daly ed how are you uh doing well um I just want to remind everyone, summer is a trash season. It's it's a million degrees. Oh, there are mosquitoes. It's I I despise the oh, summer. It's uh, just the best going to the beach. Oh, at the beach. It's four out of four by a mile in terms of seasons. It's the worst. Um, which so rank your seasons. You're one of these fall people, and fall is the shittest season that there is. Just fuck off with fall. If you're gonna say fall, just don't say anything right now, Ed. I'm going to say fall and oh, winter. You son of a bitch. Fall and winter are a close one too. Spring is pretty bad cuz it just gets warmer and warmer and it's it's taking you to summer the worst season of all. <laughs> spring is the shittest season. Fall, well, winter, spring, summer. Fall's the number one worst season cuz you get a lot of people going cuz it's summer's ending and it's starting to get all cold and you have to put jeans on every day and sweatshirts and then and then you get these assholes. Oh, I love, I love the fall. I can, I can put on my favorite, 
Christmas sweater and and the leaves start to change. I love it when the leaves change. Oh yeah, you like a bunch of fucking leaves, messy leaves all over the ground. Fuck fall. Fuck leaves. Fuck 60 degrees. Fuck all that shit. Fuck fall. 60 degrees. Now you're talking spring and summer. <laughs> 60 degrees. 60. What? Yeah. No, this summer's good in when it's in the 80s. It can no, it, it can get good. a little too hot. But we don't on, on the uh, on the weather app today it said feels like 104. Oh, That's yeah. not okay. That's not okay. Well, it's never okay. Here's here's a problem. When you live in places that you have to pay attention to the real feel, like that's an issue because that means you're dealing with humidity and yeah. humidity fucking sucks. So it could be 80 degrees, but if it's 80% humidity, it feels like 114, which is no, it was, pretty shitty. It was, it was even without the, the feels like it was 94 yeah, by any warm. measure. That's warm. The fucking sun. Yeah. A, it's the season of sunblock. Yeah. It's the season of sunglasses. It's a bad time to be alive. One, one of uh, my favorite hotels in Palm Springs sent me an email last week that they were having a deal. And I'm like, wait, that is like, those, the rooms are like 200 bucks a night cheaper than they normally are. That's crazy. And I, so I reached out to my life partner and I was like, hey, what do you think? Do you want to just bounce out just for a night? And she's like, what's the weather? And I'm like, yeah, let me look that up. And it was going to be uh, one one day was going to be 114 and the other day was going to be 118. And it tr- turns out that's a little too hot for me to be out enjoying a beer in the sunshine. <laughs> No, there's nobody can enjoy that. <laughs> no, it's no one can enjoy that. That is the definition of oppressively hot. That's Too like hot. last summer where when we went to Spain because we found such a great deal. Yeah, and then you find out nobody's got air conditioning and it's 109. Yeah, it gets hot there. It gets hot in Europe, and no one has air conditioning. Air conditioning doesn't exist there. I don't. It's and weird. they make it seem like you don't need it. You need it. 109. Yeah. You need it. Yeah. You, I used to um, live in an apartment by the beach and it was like not, you know, you would definitely get the ocean breeze. But when I moved in, the landlord's like, oh yeah, there's no AC here, but you don't need it. And like four days later, it was so fucking hot. I was sleeping with like a wet sheet on top of myself, just trying to catch like a, just a, uh, I moved myself onto the couch because that's where most of the breeze came in. I was just trying to get like like fall asleep with my head close to the window to just just for anything to to cool me off. Yeah, you need AC. The fucking Earth is getting hotter. Right, we're not going the other way. We're yeah. going in the wrong direction. We will right. need AC, and yeah. we'll always need it. We need AC, um, guys. We did. We've already recorded next week's episode. Yes. And we did it with a couple special guests and I'm just, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I'm just going to give you a little hint here. There will be no eating. E-A-T-I-N-G. No eating in this class. You get used to doing your own business on your own time. That's one demand I make. Just like you wouldn't want me to come to your house some evening and discuss U.S. history on your time. Understand? Yes, sir. Foreshadowing. Love, Mr. Hand. Who's at the door? This guy's been stoned since the third grade. Yes? Yeah, I'm registered in this class. What class? 
This is U.S. history. See the globe right there. Really? Hey. Can I come I in? see a globe oh, right there. please. I get so lonely when I hear that third attendance bell oh, ring and all my kids are not here. Sorry I'm late. It's just like this new schedule is totally confusing. Two heavyweight actors going toe-to-toe right here. Yeah, I know that, dude. Mr. Spicoli. That's the name they gave me. Uh, all right. You guys get it. Next week, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast review of Fast Times at Ridgemont High featuring special guests. That's all I'll say. People that are known to the show. Uh, Ed, what's going on with you? Anything? Oh, one more thing I wanted to point out. Oh, yeah. Besides the heat. Why why can't we get rid of Elon Musk from our consciousness? This guy's real fucking annoying. Um, I, you know, I don't really follow along. Um, I followed with that whole cave rescue thing. And well, after the yeah. fact, he's like, oh, yeah, I, I can make a submarine that can rescue him. Well, they're out. They're yeah, out. in like a day. And no, you couldn't make a submarine that would rescue him because there was parts where there were, a child-sized submarine would not fit through. There were parts yeah. where they had to remove their air tanks and like hand them over to other guys because it was just like a short little path. No, I get it. Like the dude's pretty smart. What he needs of to fucking- he's smart. Yeah. He's really rich, but he's a yeah. dick. That's what, a dick move. What he needs to work on is this Hyperloop machine of his, this, this pneumatic tube that fucking sucks you to another city like that, like that um, your deposit used to go in the bank. Like my, when I was a kid, my mom worked at the bank. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, you'd cars would pull up. There'd be like three lanes. Sometimes you see them. So you see the banks that still have the lanes that they used to have when everybody would drive up and deposit their paychecks on Fridays. And but now it's just parking. You just park in those lanes. And there's a new mat. You put the thing in the pneumatic tube, and it would go, and it would suck your money in and give it to the teller who was like three three lanes away. Well, this Elon Musk is going to do this with people. He's gonna he's gonna take me and he's gonna suck me in a tube. Easy, like they did in in the Living Daylights. Yeah, the first first Dalton Bond. They they had that tube. Um, yeah, I don't exactly recall. I remember the poster. Uh, he's gonna do that with people, so you can get from L.A. to San Francisco in like four minutes, and you can get from L.A. to New York in like thirteen minutes or something. And that's what I want. Yeah. That's really good because, you know, it is pretty impressive that a hundred years ago, what year is it? Yeah. A hundred years ago, you would have to if take a train across the country. They had just gotten it together where they're, they're the, the train uh, companies had got it together where they could go across the country. But it would probably, and I'm guessing here, and I don't need to be corrected, it would probably take you a couple weeks to get across the country. It would take for fucking ever. Yeah. And if, and 130 years ago, it would fucking take you months and a couple of your kids would die on the way to just across the country. Now you can do it in like six hours. The Donner family situation. Yeah. Now it's, now it's takes six hours, but to me, that's much too long. Is there anything more daunting than having to get on a cross country flight? And now I'm flying to Asia in a couple weeks and or a month 
And it takes entirely too long to get to Asia on an airplane. But if there was a fucking tube that went preferably across the top of the ocean, not under, not actually underneath the ocean, I don't want to do that. If there was a tube that could shoot me there, I could probably get there in four or five hours. The, sa- this, the same time it would take me to get to New York now on a plane, I could do in a tube. So I get what you're saying about Elon Musk. He needs to stay in his lane and his lane is tubes that shoot people places. When are we doing that? It's one of those things. Harness your power for good instead of evil. It's true. Don't don't be a dick saying, Hey, I could have done that. You did. You did nothing for these divers. He's, he's a smart motherfucker. And I give him the benefit of the doubt. Like I don't point out his hair plugs. Like I do on other people. This fucking guy was very, very bald. Not that long ago. Now full head hair. He should point it out until he gets us those tubes. Yeah. Cause right now he's not helping us. He's got a car that costs way too much money that's not helping me. He loses money on all those cars. They're badass, but they should cost way more. But his it's the whole internet model. It's like, oh, hey. My sister-in-law has one. Yeah, they're nice. Their family has two of them, and they're awesome. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they're amazing. And now they got, they got the cheap one coming out, but they can't make it fast enough for all the people that ordered it. They're going to get that shit together. But I agree with you. Don't be the guy that's like, I got this. To everything you don't need to be that guy it's we you you've already it's proven yourself or not either yeah. get it or not don't yeah. don't talk about it because his first thing was like i'll just fucking drill through the the uh, into the cave and it turns out it was like all jungle outside like even just getting a drilling rig there would have been nearly impossible and then how long would it take to drill through it would take him too long what about what about the uh that the car he shot into space what was the point of that yeah that was a little douchey I'll give you that. That was a little douchey. Yeah, I don't care about space. It is. It is kind of badass. That well, fuck space. I agree with you on that. Fuck space. I'm more into like the ocean. Like we don't even know what's going on in the ocean. I saw some fucking big ass shark the other day, but it was that kind of shark that doesn't have teeth. It was may as well have been because it was like thirty feet long and it like slithered like a snake through the water because it was so big and it would open its huge mouth (coughs) like a nurse shark but it wasn't a nurse shark it was a different kind and it it just sucked in like plankton krill whatever and i'm like and people are like what's that called and they're like they're not sure they think it's this we've talked about that before once in a while one of these oar fish wash washes up on a beach somewhere and they're like what the fuck is it it looks prehistoric we don't even know what's going on in the ocean. There's all sorts of shit down there. These, these, they think there's a theory that octopi, octopuses, it's actually octopuses. Really? They, yeah. They, octopuses might ha, might be DNA from a fucking crashed meteor. They, they, they might legit, there are scientists that believe that octopuses come from outer space. You know who knows a lot about crashed meteors? Russians listening to techno. Oh, yeah, they do. They don't even give a fuck. They don't, <laughs> they don't care about meteor showers. They got their <laughs> techno music on the dashboard. They just, they just keep driving. They just fucking drive right through it. <laughs> um, speaking of that, speaking of the animal kingdom, I, I think we need to fucking get rid of zoos. Yeah, I'm not. I, I told you, it just kind of bums me out. It, it's, yeah. it's real sad. I know, I know I'm going to go to the San Diego Zoo, too. It, well, if you got to go to a zoo, that's a good zoo. Um, I know, but I just I'm bummed out. I told yeah. you my my theory. I want I want uh, one cage to be left open. 
Well, that's what I, that's what I want to bring up because because yeah. in in New Orleans, which is basically like wild anyway. I mean, there's <laughs> there's there's wild people. I'll be there next week. Yeah, that aren't in cages. Oh, I didn't know that. A, a jaguar escaped from the zoo in New Orleans oh, and oh. went on a fucking killing spree, Ed. It went into the alpacas and it's, it had been so long since it killed and it's in it's look at your average house cat. Mm-hmm. Obviously I don't share my home with a house cat because I'm disgusted by cats, but of course they say that cats are responsible for billions, not millions, billions of animal deaths every year. Birds, Mice, lizards, they're just fuck they're it's in them to kill. Killer. So this this jaguar got out and he's like, fuck, I haven't killed him so long. He got out and he fucking wasted some alpacas, four of them. He must have felt great. Oh, he was so happy. Then he, he got a fox. There was he killed six things, and then I guess he just maimed a couple that have since died. I think the the total the death toll before they were able to trank him was they nine. They didn't kill him, did they? They didn't kill him. They just tranked him. Because I hate when they kill animals for just being animals. Oh, we were talking about Harambe? Well, rest in peace. R.I.P. Fucking Harambe was just kicking it, Ed. He was just yeah. kicking back, and somebody wasn't watching their kid. Right, and somehow it's Harambe's fault. People that don't watch their kids. How are you not going to watch your kid at a zoo? <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'll and, tell you what. Yeah. At that San Diego Zoo, I will not be fucking around with my kids. And my kids are 8 and 10. The, at that San Diego Zoo, what's pretty bitching is they got that hippo exhibit where you can go like in the water part of it. Oh, really? Yeah, so so you the like... Hippos are scary. Yeah, they're just swimming around. A hippo is fucking like a whale with legs and big ass teeth. teeth. Yeah. yeah. Scary teeth. And they just fucking swim like no problem. And so you can walk through the, you know, there's like a hallway through where they swim around. So you can see them from the underwater view. And oh, you know like what? a Jaws three situation. Yeah. It's a fucking, it's pretty badass. And there's a baby hippo there, but it's, you know, I think they grow pretty quick. So it probably just looks like an adult hippo. Right. You know what else they got there at the San Diego zoo? polar bears yeah see that's the type of stuff that bums me out because you yeah. know no polar bear wants to be in san diego no it's one thing for humans to want to be there but a polar bear wants no part of san diego weather you know what a polar bear does fucking kills things it kills the fuck out of everything that's all it does it, it lives in a place where there's nothing to eat that isn't already bumps. alive so it's got to yeah, kill bumps. and also it swims pretty much better than anything else. It's got some big ass paws and it swims fast too. So don't think you're going to dive into the water and get away from them. Also, they're like 10 feet fucking tall when they stand up. They're huge. Yeah, they're huge. One of those polar bears gets out. You better hope it doesn't get out while you're there. I I went to the Central Park Zoo and there was a polar bear there. And it, and it was... 88 degrees and this poor yeah. son of a bitch was just trying to find a little shade it was right. it was a huge bummer tries to stay in the water a lot cool off 
Yeah, but that water is downright tepid. It's, it's wearing, not polar bear. It's wearing a fur coat. It's yeah. cruising around in a fur coat in the fucking middle of summer. You think you're hot, Ed? Yeah, exactly. Put on your mink. Like put on I'm wearing a t-shirt. Yeah. Put on your Ray Lewis mink and walk down to the bodega. See how you feel. You're gonna be hot Good as point. fuck. So fuck Zeus. Anything else? Yeah. Fair. No, no, no. Fuck Zeus. We got we got a voicemail. I haven't listened to it yet. Oh wait, I think this might be a. Is it a fancy? Let me check my rundown here. Oh no, we got an email that's fancy related. The voicemail I think is just for us. Let's see what's going on here. Ballers, this is Ben 906 calling. Uh, I'm sitting here in Kaiser, West Virginia, wild and wonderful, uh, staring at John Cruck Field. I was thinking about you guys. My wife and I are having a debate about the utility of a bidet. I figured Ed might be able to help us out on that, knowing that that's probably not up Brian's alley uh, at all. I take offense to that. Keep it baller. I take offense to that, the bidet. That like only you would know. Yeah, I I don't I don't the utility of a bidet. Now, I've got weird bidet feelings. If I had so do my I. Own, so do I. You if can I had my own bidet, yeah, I think I probably would enjoy it. But any yeah. bidet I've been around is in a hotel, right? And even though I can get past eating washed forks in a restaurant and using linens that have been washed and used by other people. I just don't feel super jazzed that the cleaning has been done properly. And the bidet, there's a lot of splash. And well, that's I, the issue. I don't, it's just, it's a lot going on. And I just, I don't know. I'm kind of skeeved out sort of in the way that I don't use the hand dryers. I just go, I, I sometimes wipe inside the pockets, I, or if they don't have paper towels, I, I or wipe on my jeans. Yeah. Like I, just, I, I, I just kind of don't like what's going on. Drip dry. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think bidets are cool in theory, but I'm just more just team wipe. Get a clean back there. Yeah, I so, don't know. So okay, there's a couple things. First, first bef- before I get to my bidet thoughts. Along the lines of Elon Musk, you know, the guy I'm kind of done with is Mr. Fucking Dyson. He's like, oh, yeah. he, hey, yeah, yeah you, he fucked us. Your, uh, your $91 vacuum that cleans your house perfectly fine. Well, that thing fucking sucks. Look at my $600 one. Like, it's better, cleans better. Okay, yeah, it costs five times more, though. So, right. how is much it, better is, is it? it? Is it five times worth it for me? No. Yeah. And he's like, Hey, look, you've been, you've been drying your hands with paper towels. We'll go in the bathroom at, at the movie theater and look at this thing that I built that fucking blows your, you just pull your hands out and sprays feces everywhere. Yeah. It's and later. What do we find out? There's fuck. It's, it's, it may get your hands dry, but your fucking pants and belt buckle and shoes and shirt. And maybe your fucking face. If you lean in, are covered with fucking feces. Not Thanks cool. for that. Yeah. Nick Dyson. I don't know his first name. Dr. Dyson. How about Tyson you go back? Dyson. Yeah. Tyson Dyson. How about you go back to the drawing board? <laughs> Here's the thing about the uh, bidet. It's bad design. Good in theory. Like I'm a, I'm a wet wipe guy, Ed. I'm, I'm sure. But that's I'm why I said I'm team wipe. Yeah. I, I do believe in, 
in more than just using dry paper. Oh, no, no. Dry paper is disgusting. Dry paper is, you don't have a clean ass. You think you, what, you name one thing, one substance you clean with something dry and you go, oh, that's perfectly clean right now. Clean. And much, much less your asshole. So yeah, like you, I'm a, I do the wipes. I get my ass nice and clean with a wipe every time. The bidet is, it's like this open trough that shoots water up. I don't understand how you, first of all, you'd have to take your pants off because it would definitely be splashing against your pants and it would be all over your cheeks. It's not a direct line to directly to your asshole, but I will say this that I, the, the Japanese have figured this out. Of course they have. They've got that Toto washlet that like 5,000. Well, I think there's like a $500 version, but the, the, the five grand one, I stayed at a house that had one of these in it. And that's beautiful. I mean, I still reminisce on the shits I took because it comes, it's got a little arm. It was like, there's controls next to you. Not, not on the shitter. You don't actually have to touch the toilet. It's on the wall. And you can just go, okay, I want it to pulse. I want it to be, I want the water to be 84 degrees and I want it to dry at, you could pick the temperature or whatever. And a little arm. So when you're done shitting, you lean forward a little bit and a little arm comes out of the back of the toilet seat and sprays. When I, I don't know how they do it. The Japanese are amazing. I don't know they how are, they do it. They're amazing people. It sprays directly, a direct contact hit on your sphincter every single time. If you lean a little further forward, it knows it gets right in your butthole. It doesn't, there's no overspray. There's no anything. And it'll do a little. Delightful. I've never been there. I've only been there with the sloppy hotel days. And yes, I gave up in my twenties. on Yeah. This, the, the hotel bidet, I've seen them. Um, I, Someone in my family has like a vacation house that used to be owned by European people and there's a bidet there and it's just, I just look at it and it's, it's exactly functions exactly like your high school drinking fountain. You know how sometimes it would just dribble out or there's only two, there's only two levels just dribbling or shooting 30 feet in the air. That's what a bidet is. I don't understand. You'd have to totally like line yourself up perfectly to get your ass over the spray and I, I just don't know how people do it i don't know how the french manage but more importantly i'm a little annoyed at ben 906 for thinking that i wouldn't uh, this is yeah, something i had more thought of I- yeah what the fuck is that <laughs> very hurt by that thank you for that though ben um Virginia did a little placism yeah he did he's the one i thought he lived in colorado or something but i think he sent us a picture of john cruck field one time didn't he <laughs> he must maybe john- Maybe he resides in West Virginia. <laughs> um, speaking of people that had a bad week, yeah, he bes- did. besides the alpacas at the at the New Orleans Zoo and a couple of yeah. foxes, and there was one other kind of animal that it wasted. Um, Papa John, yeah, John Schnatter, John so we Schnatter, all yeah, we all know he reached the end of the road this week. But uh, let's just give a little recap. Um, before he was shown the door at the shitty pizza company he founded. 
Uh, first sign of trouble for him was in November when he claimed NFL protests were hurting his feces-flavored pizza b- business. And then white supremacists praised the move, which met, put the NFL in a bind. They ended the sponsorship deal. And then the share prices took a beating. Then in June, in an attempt to right the ship, Schnatter met with a marketing agency to discuss strategy going forward. When asked how he would distance himself from racist groups online, Schnatter replied, Colonel Sanders called blacks niggers, and KFC never got into trouble. Well, that did it for old Papa John. He was forced out. His high school, his high school stripped his name from the gym. The University of Louisville dropped Papa John's from their stadium and athletic facilities. And John went on the radio set to set the record straight. Schnatter implied that the agency tricked him into using the N-word on a conference call. I was just talking the way the colonel talks. Then Schnatter pulled the old, you can't break up with me because I'm dumping you first routine with the NFL. The NFL also said they got rid of us, but we got rid of them. We were very glad to get out of the NFL relationship because we still get to sponsor some players and we still get to sponsor some teams and we still get to do business with the community. Uh, Now, Brian, what's the most disgusting thing about this story? That John Schnatter is very comfortable using the N-word? That he's blaming others? Or that John's favorite signature slice is the 410-calorie uh, fatty cheese, pepperoni, sausage, and six other types of fatty cheeses. Wait, he's got, that was his he's, signature slice. He's got slice. a slice with seven cheeses on it? <laughs> cheeses. That's too many cheeses. Pepperoni, sausage. It's fucking 410 calories for the slice. I like, I like a lot of cheese on a pizza, but maybe like... I've never heard four, beyond four cheese. Yeah, right, right, exactly. <laughs> and exactly. the cheese on that pizza is not like cheese, you know. Is does he? Is he officially? Has he overtaken Papa John Phillips, who <laughs> had sex with his own daughter Mackenzie that's, over a period of years? That's a great as, point. As the worst Papa John is is Papa John Phillips. <laughs> looking down from above right now going finally people are gonna people are gonna stop having me as the worst papa john and also fuck california dreaming can you please stop playing that song it is crazy how these guys don't know to not use the n-word yeah like i'm it's just never come out of my mouth unless I'm quoting right. a story like this. Yes. Because doing this story, I kind of had to use the word right. because it's the story. Even, but, even when you're bobbing your, even when you're on the subway, bobbing your head to some Tupac singing along, you always, yeah. you always omit that word. That yeah. Of course. Yeah. And it's not. And when people are like, oh, well, I was drunk. Well, guess what? It's just not on the tip of my tongue. So when I get drunk, it comes <laughs> out. Right, like you, it comes out because you're a fucking racist. There's right, not you say it all the time, right? Because it's because it's on the tip of your tongue. It's just not on the tip of my tongue. That doesn't make me a great man. It just makes me not a monster. What's up? Well, Papa John, first of all, he seems like he's always drunk. I've seen. I saw him at the final that, that four. Great, a couple of that years great ago. picture of him with yeah. the Louisville yeah. Bros. He's like being. He's literally being held up. <laughs> Also, the red shirts. Like, he's really tied himself to a look. He's on brand. 
Like always got to have, how many red shirts does he have in the closet? Yeah, he's like, no, he's like a target employee. Nothing. And, and from Louisville, like when, since when does the best pizza come from Kentucky? And <laughs> Schnatter. Schnatter. That sounds like German or Polish or something. It, I mean, that's not Italian. Italians right. make pizza. Right. It's uh, a, there's a lot going wrong, but he does produce pizza that tastes like it came it originated in uh, Kentucky by a guy named Schnatter. Yeah, not not. That's yes, I would like. agree. I would agree. Fuck, <laughs> fuck Papa John's. Fuck Pizza Hut. Fuck Domino's. Fuck racists. Fuck them all. Now, what is? Do they have to rebrand? Doesn't um, was the guy with the long neck played in the NFL? Peyton Mer- Manning. Thanks. Him too. <laughs> He was one of my favorites. Uh, uh, Peyton Manning, doesn't he own, isn't he like the number one owner of Papa? He's the number one Papa John's franchisee. Yeah. And he was in a ton of commercials, but that doesn't really tell you anything because Peyton Manning was in every commercial for eight or nine years. Guys stack some chips. You want to be, if you're playing in the NFL, it helps if you're a quarterback. That's where the money is. Endorsement money. Um. Yeah, it's tough deal all around. I'm. I'm. I gotta say, I am not gonna miss Papa John. Although it would be interesting because we've talked about it many times on the show. My all-time favorite ad campaign is Domino's Pizza. Right. Our pizza sucks less now. Yeah. We we just put in new granite countertops. Yeah. Yeah. So, and also. Yeah. And so also, it can distract you from the taste of our yeah. rubber pizza. Oh, no, the first. They did a whole campaign. Our pizza sucks less now, which is which I was like, well, that's weird because they're saying their product's been shitty for like thirty years or however long you've known about Domino's, and just now they're saying it's not as bad anymore. Yeah, kind of, or Wells Fargo, they've got their. <laughs> yes, hey, we, I know we fucked you guys. Yeah, but we, would you like to give us all your money? We were ripping you off for years, but we've learned from our mistake. No, you didn't. You got caught. Promise we won't do it again. You, give you us all your learned. money. Uh, so what, like, is Papa John going to be like, hey, we know we use the N-word, but we don't do that anymore. We're, we're racially positive now. I don't know. We, we fired the N-word guy. Like, that's, if I was Black their agency. Black people get free pizza for yes. a year. Yes. What are they going to do? Yes. <laughs> no person should go eat there because no. the pizza is awful. But now you have reason on, on principle to not go there. Not just because it'll ruin your stomach, yes. but it also will ruin your your pride. This is it's going to be very easy for me to continue not eating Papa John's pizza for the rest of forever. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I had a pl- slice of it. It's been decades, yeah. and I don't I, I don't saw, imagine I will anytime soon. I saw a tweet. Somebody said when Papa John is buried, they're going to have to put a little pepper in the corner of the, <laughs> the box, <laughs> and that and, and that like butter. They give you like butter with your dipping sauce, garlic sauce. Yes. Um, Well, the the good thing for Papa John, and this is what I always wonder, like when Papa, when Papa John's was around for a long time without you ever seeing the actual Papa John, because you, I just pictured Papa John's was kind of like Chef Boyardee. It's just like a made up thing. And then all of a sudden this guy showed up being Papa John. And I was like, oh, that's the fucking guy. 
Like, I, right. there's a real guy called right. Papa John's, and he dyes his hair with fucking shoe polish, and he's from Kentucky, and he roots for the Louisville Cardinals. Cardinals. Like, that's him. I was shocked by that. And it's so it's weird to me when guys that are just just have piles and piles of money just have to still have to go out there and be like out in front and be on TV and be in the commercials. Like why can't they just hang back and just be rich? And so this, this Papa John, yeah, he's been forced out by his company. He's got plenty of money to continue to live comfortably for the rest of his life. In fact, if he wanted to, he could probably buy many, 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 pairs of season tickets to the Washington Nationals, couldn't he? Uh, if he wanted to go we, to those games. Yes, those games. but before we get to that, I just remembered the one time in my life I was handcuffed, my face was smashed into a window of Papa John's. Oh, shut up. Some fisticuffs? It was in college. Uh, Craigslist threesome guy and I were <laughs> headed home, and he de- decided he wanted to get pizza at a Papa John's and I was waiting outside and then they they locked the door. They said, we're closed. And he took a bottle and he smashed it against the Papa John's just as a cop was driving down the street. So he threw the bottle and then he took off running. And I I wasn't warned by Craigslist threesome guy that he was going to do all this bullshit. And I'm just drunk walking home and I'm 19 and I've got a fake ID on me. Yeah. And they see the glass breaking, and the the cop car like pulls onto the curb. He takes off, and I just didn't know to run. So I was, I had cops bearing down on me, and they smashed me into the window. And luckily, the guy at Papa John said he wasn't the guy who did it, and so they let me go, but not before taking away my fake ID. Well, also, luckily, in the greater Baltimore area, you happen to be white. This was this was PG County. This is uh, this is Chocolate City. Yeah, territory. This is closer to DC oh, than DC, right? Right. Than, than Baltimore. Um. So, well, speaking of DC, yeah. So we'll go. We'll back to DC. What's what's going on? I think they're having the All Star Game at Nationals Field, and so I can only imagine that as a season ticket holder, Supreme Court nominee Brett. Kavanaugh and all my all my predictions are coming true. Eventually, we're going to have Supreme Court justices named Braden, Caden, and Aiden. Yeah, Brett is a tough pill. Jaden, yes, Brett. We're going to have a Supreme Court justice named Brett. He's a big Nationals fan, right? Yes, and uh, this alarming story came out recently, um, and we'll we'll keep the Roe v. Wade debates for the political shows. We're not a political show, although politics. Why? Why is it with law they say Roe v. Wade, where sports we say versus? Why why do we go V for, for law? That's a good question. But also, why do some adults say verse? Like tonight, the Orioles verse the Yankees. No, but that's, that's that's wrong. Like people, that's people who say supposedly. Right. They're 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 idiots. Or supposedly. Like, they're just, like there's a B in there. Yeah. Get, out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, so anyway, the Washington Post is reporting that Kavanaugh incurred tens of thousands of dollars of credit card debt buying Washington Nationals tickets over the past decade. White House spokesman Raj Shah told the Post 
that Kavanaugh built up the debt by buying Washington National season tickets and tickets for playoff games for himself and a handful of friends. In 2016, Kavanaugh reported having between 60000 and 200000 in debt accrued over three credit cards and a loan. That's a each lot. Cre- yeah, each credit card held between fifteen and fifty in debt, and a thrift savings plan loan was between fifteen and fifty. Now, Brian, what kind of maniac buys tickets for eighty-one baseball games a year? I was thinking about that. I mean, it's pretty fun to go to a ball game. I I love going to ball games. Me too. And I know I know people. I have friends who will go in on a package. Like sure. you get a six-game package. That's that's one thing, but if you're if you're buying the, the full eighty one for yourself, what are you doing? That's that's too much. It's too much. It seems just so daunting to be. It's like Tuesday night, and at seven o'clock, you got to be at the field, and watch the game. And the game goes to like ten thirty, like every yeah. night. It's almost right. every night of the summer. It's like you're probably so happy when they're on the road. And I, it's been decades since I did a completely sober baseball game. No, so that would be another problem. You'd yeah. be buying expensive beer all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Once you get into the stadium, there's the what you pay for shit is insane. Oh um, yeah, and, they fleece. And, and how about buying tickets for his buddies? It's one thing when a buddy picks up a round of beers or yeah. like picks up the tab on dinner and it's like all right you get it next time season tickets if someone did that for me i'd assume sex is on the table well no i I think what are you doing i think it was a go-in situation is the deal but it's but he's incurring the debt so he's basically using his credit card like an atm which is the kind of judgment you want from somebody on the highest court in the land so and we're talking it's not like this happened in 1987 yeah. And you'd be like, all right, he was kind of a dope back then, but and this was twenty sixteen. Yeah. And this then uh, a couple years ago. Mirac- right? Miraculously, by twenty seventeen those debts disappeared, even though he remained in public service. He um I noticed when he got nominated, I couldn't tell. I'm like, is his wife kind of hot? Because he was there with his wife and daughters. And so then I did that skeevy thing where I Googled her. And she's like fucking, I'm doing right now. She's George Bush's secretary. What? G- G- H, not HW, W. She's W's secretary, and that's how they met. He worked in the Bush White House. He was he was down there thugging in Florida on Bush v. Gore, yeah. and uh, they hooked up at the White House. He and he and she. She's all right. Yeah, she's all right. She's not. I mean, she's, she's way fucking out of his league. Yeah. Yeah. She's his too good hair, for him. His hair has got a lot of question marks. Well, yeah, he's dying. Cause I could, you can see, you could see it. Um, when he got nominated, you could see the crown and also Trump kind of fucked him. Cause Trump's kind of tall and, uh, and this Kavanaugh guy isn't, but the, the mic, when he got nominated, the mic was at Trump's level. Oh and yeah, and so then he got up there to talk, and the mic was like basically at his, at forehead. his forehead. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, and he's got some Eddie Monster Widow's Peak peaks on each temple. He's got like a weird point to his the side of his yeah. head. Yeah, he so he was he's got a good head of hair, 
but he's he's been dying it and he kind of does the Bill Maher thing I think where they leave some gray and they just kind of paint the rest cuz he was he was all gray at the crown and then brown from the crown out to the edges which is if you're going to be dying like that I wouldn't suggest that because chicks dig dudes with gray hair like gray hair yeah. is a good look on a guy we only look better with you you think George Clooney's thinking about dying his fucking hair anytime soon uh. Well, he's got to worry about his, his dick and balls after yeah, that we heard, motorcycle. Have we heard anything? Because then I think I have. We, we talked about it last week, and then I saw after that there, he was he was resting comfortably with injuries to his pelvis. Yeah, that's a problem area. That could be his fucking dick, Ed. Oh man, world the world is coming to an end. Could have done some damage to that. To the clune cock. Mm. Which is no good. Um R.I.P. This is a this is a tough one out of the New Jersey area. Mm. Ed. You you always feel bad for the person that comes home to discover a loved one has passed away and yeah. just such a thing happened to a, a dude in New Jersey. Let's see where this happened in New Jersey, man. This is New Jersey. Uh, whoa. Oh, there's a couple details here. Oh, at Newark, not far from here, not far from here, but not, a, not, not a place you want to plant your flag. No, that's where you go to the airport. All right, it's where the, it's where the airport is. It's not you don't want a homestead in or around the Newark yeah. airport area. Okay, just making sure. Um, you know, it's one of those areas that yeah. they keep touting how it's gotten better, right. and it might have gotten dramatically better, <laughs> but the the floor where it started was so low that right. It's it's still got a couple decades of growth to go before you want to be there. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's two people that aren't there anymore. Um, a a man came home to his home home in Newark the other night, Ed, to find his wife dead, mm. which had to be tough to take. Sure, but was probably exponentially worse because also dead with her was her lover after the pair apparently died of carbon monoxide poisoning while fucking in the garage wow the 39 year old woman and her 56-year-old lover. Wow. Quite an age difference there. May-December. Garage. I mean, got to respect the 56-year-old dude for... He was a senior in high school. She was one. Yes. For... (laughs) That would have looked weird. Putting it down. (laughs) Yeah, that's... I mean, you know, (laughs) they definitely shouldn't have been dating it. At that point, I would agree. Um, They believe the dude was her mechanic. 
So maybe he you, was like, you should have known how these things work in the garage. Yeah. Like maybe He's a mechanic. Yeah. Maybe she's like, Hey, can you come over and take a look under the hood? And he got there and she's like, Oh, I meant my clitoral yeah. hood. Yeah. And, and if you don't mind, can we do an emissions test at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, don't worry. I think I can fix you up. Cause I've brought my special tool to work in your garage. Uh, um, put the banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> they were they were discovered just before nine p.m. Ed, sources say the wife and the mechanic. I've seen this movie and it's good. Were having sex in a car in the garage when they were both killed by the poison gas. The husband came home later to discover their bodies, and you know, like if you die with a rope, Ed. You probably it probably rigor mortis is in, and they may have they may have been fused. Oh wow! Too. Think about that. Think about the job separating them. Law enforcement. Law enforcement sources said they believe the wife was paying for her car work by having sex with the mechanic. I hundred percent have seen this porno. Newark. Yeah, this is this is the standard barter. Porn. Yes, Newark police confirmed it was called to the avenue about eight forty-five Monday when officers arrived. They found the pair inside a running vehicle in a closed garage. Rookie mistake. They were both pronounced dead. I feel like Elon Musk is going to pop up and be like, "Oh, if only they had been driving a Tesla, no emissions." They could have right. fucked away in the garage. But it must. I, did they say what the car was? Because I remember reading somewhere that because uh, it was somebody who f- had a failed suicide, and they said most cars today you'd have to be in the car in the garage forever for it to work. Like it's not not like the Chevy Nova back in the day yeah. that you know forty five minutes and you're done. Yeah, it's because every everyone has to conform to the California emission standards which are very, very low, leading the world, in fact. So, yeah, if you're going to kill yourself, public service announcements, guys, if you're going to do the the carbon monoxide death, which I hear is not unpleasant, you just kind of go to sleep. Hey, go to sleep. You got to duct tape your garden hose to the inside of the tailpipe and then run uh, the length of garden hose inside the window, then put all the windows up. To really, if you really want to gas yourself to death, I got to ask though, Ed, how much of a shithole is your domicile if the garage is the most palatable place to get it on? That's that's very true because they they could have fucked on the couch or something. It's not like they were fucking in the car in the park because they didn't want to be seen. They just, they're at the home. It's not like, oh, the husband's watching TV on the couch. And so let's go in the garage. You can't do that. You were doing it when nobody was home anyway. Do you think it's like that thing where the, where the mechanic, you know, you're getting a, um, 
you're getting a valve job or something and the mechanic always does that thing where he puts that white piece of paper down on the floor because his shoes are all greasy. (laughs) Like maybe he had one of those for the couch and he's like, hey, let's go inside and fuck. And she's like, okay, good idea. And he's like, hold on. And he's like, (laughs) and he like lays that down on the the couch. He's like, all right, let's go. You can start. I'll start working on you. And you can see my footprints. That would be a pretty good idea. Well, RIP. I don't I usually don't like doing um, no. sad stories on the show, but but they went out with a bang. <laughs> that one was just too good to pass up. Speaking of too good, you know we are the official show of vaping. We've of we've made it very clear that we. We want it. We spoke about it last week. How we're very interested in uh, joining the Juggalo sect, and also, uh, what if we could be Juggalo vaping podcast? Well, like, yeah, jugs who vape. Well, I, I can't imagine there are any Juggalos that don't vape. Right, but this would give them two two fan bases. That's true. Yeah, we could bring. This could, we we could we, br- bring the vapists into the juggalo family and vice versa. Like if there's juggalos out there that haven't vaped pollination. It's something to think about. Yeah. You know who else apparently vapes? Who? Chinese airline pilots. (laughs) Vaping pilot caused air China plane to plunge 6,500 meters. Whoa. After smoke shut off the air conditioning. Um, if you're pl- if you're flying if you're at cruising altitude in a jumbo jet and it drops three hundred feet, you're gonna notice. You're gonna be scared to fucking death. If you're in a plane that drops sixty five hundred meters, I guarantee you there was at least one heart attack and at least forty people shit their actual pants when and that happened. People and people just getting injured by not being. Buckled in at that moment. Yep, always. That's where they say we're seeing. Yeah, an emergency descent by an Air China aircraft after cabin oxygen levels dropped has been linked to a co-pilot smoking an e-cigarette during the flight. So baller. A state-backed Air China Boeing seven thirty-seven aircraft was flying to the Chinese city of Dalian from Hong Kong. When it went down to 10,000 feet with oxygen masks deployed, then it climbed again to continue to its destination, an incident that fueled the concerns of safety experts. You think? Chinese airlines have a good safety record in general, but passengers have, on occasion, accused pilots of smoking during flights. Few such incidents have been confirmed, however. It, quote, in the preliminary investigation, the co-pilot was found to be smoking an e-cigarette, state-owned China News said. Smoke diffused into the passenger cabin and relevant air conditioning components were wrongly shut off without notifying the captain, which resulted in insufficient Oxygen. Ed, is this a real story or the plot for the sequel to the Denzel Washington movie flight? 
<laughs> like he can't, like he can't get a job. Like he's off the booze and he can't get a job at a regular, at a U.S. airline and he doesn't want to fly rubber dog shit out of Hong Kong. So he gets a job flying for Air China. And, but now, you know how it's, it's like people get in the program, they get off alcohol, but they got to, they got to get into something else. Right. It's, you got to replace one addiction with another. Right. So it's working out or it's working on their business or in this guy's case, in Denzel's case. Holly, would you listening? It's vaping, and in this one, he's vaping so hard that the that the oxygen depletes, and he has to do yet another uh, roll El Rolo with the plane, like he did in the first movie, because he's the only guy that can do that maneuver. What do you think? Good point. Uh, you know where I saw that movie for the first time on a plane. Not a good call. Usually, they don't show that kind of sh- now, <laughs> those kind of movies on planes. Was- it was a, one of the plane. Maybe it was Jet Blue. It, I was watching on Direct TV. Oh right, right. And I was like, "Oh, I haven't seen this movie." And then I didn't realize. Like, I just I wasn't thinking. And until I'm watching a plane crash as I'm on the plane, it was not a good feeling. Yeah, yeah. Not it was. That was kind of an okay movie, but had a real like you didn't like the twist at the end. Or yeah, was it, it was, was just like it took was, a weird turn. And you're like, oh, that's lame. It was a cool hour movie. Yeah, a 45 minutes, but then there was a lot of dragging out and crummy twists. He was also sexing a super hot stewardess in that movie. Yeah, she was. Oh, she she, she turned she, out to be somebody else, right? She played Nick Kroll's wife on the League. I remember that, but she wasn't like in every episode. But yeah, she's yeah. gone on to do other things. I think she might have shown her boobies in that movie, and she was so hot, way too hot for Denzel. And he killed her. He killed her because he was boozing while he flew. Yep. He was a he was a booze hound. He couldn't fucking stop. The guy just loved. Well, he drink. had a, he had a lot of yayo in the system too. That too. Right? He liked to party. He he liked to get it cracking. That's how. Hey. Pilots, you know, it's there's a reason they're in that field. They're risk takers. That's why they were. That's why they were flying in Nam and shit. Ed, another yeah. tough, another tough story this week. I think this also occurred somewhere in China. Hold on, let me just. Oh wait, I I do already have it called up here. It's going through my tabs. I'll just read you the headline. Teenage boy inserts USB cable into penis. Colon, a cautionary <laughs> tale. Just any of you out there that, yeah, were, that yeah, were considering, like maybe you were like, God, I've been looking at this USB cord for weeks and I, I want to stick it in my dick so bad. Should I do it? The answer <laughs> is apparently no. A Chinese teacher was, t- teacher, teenager was taken to the hospital last month. After getting a charger stuck in his urethra. What? For, for reasons yet unknown, a, a Chinese... What's the end game? I don't know. We're going to find out right now. For reasons yet unknown, a Chinese boy stuck a USB cable up his penis, which wound itself into a knot and required surgery to remove. So he just had to keep jamming it in. Like, he just kept pushing more pushing and more right. in. 
Because he's probably thinking, well, I'll just be able to pull this out. And so he kept pushing more well, and more in. Was he trying to do that trick like Steve-O putting the worm in his nose and out his mouth? What was he yeah. – where was he pushing? Where was he going with this thing? Yeah, did he think it would – if he pushed it in far enough, it would come out his ass or his he throat gonna or something? He was going to floss He's yeah. going to do the stance, but with a USB cable. The 13-year-old. This is an aggressive move from a 13-year-old. From China's Heilongjiang province was taken to a hospital last month. Imagine going to a hospital for dick surgery in Heilongjiang province, Ed. <laughs> like, do you think- and the only instruments they have are like a spoon. Yeah, it's like... Spoon and like an old pair of scissors. Yeah, it's like a rusty tin snips... And like one of those sick, like it looks kind of like a scimitar, but it's like for harvesting wheat, like one of those sickle things. <laughs> um, apparently the teenager cut off one side of the USB connector before inserting it into his urethra. So he's like a pretty smart kid. Thank God. It measured 10 centimeters long. It's a good sized dick on this kid. And had reached his bladder, causing blood to appear in his urine, doctors said. The Times reported that he did it, quote, out of curiosity. Wait, what? <laughs> From, By the way, that, that's 3.9 inches. That's a good size. Like I said. For a 13-year-old Chinese boy, I, I'll, I'll give him that. That's a pretty solid size. He was, he was transferred... To another hospital the next day for surgery after unsuccessful. Oh, in that hospital was was not no, it wasn't good to enough. Handle this? Well, what what they did is they tried to remove it with lubricant, which would have been my initial go. Yeah, that's that's the first line of defense for all of these things. Doctors then proceeded to operate Ed, which oh, they cut him open. You don't want on your dick because you don't want any possibility of nerve damage to your cock. Friends, oh, this isn't the first time someone has looked at a USB cable and thought a good place for this to go would be up my penis because a Chinese man from Shangxi province inserted a 20 centimeter cord, total size queen, into his this, nether regions while masturbating in 2016 after watching an online video fucking YouTube about how it could be sexually pleasuring. He also needed surgery to remove it. Ed, do you think what happened to this kid is more or less traumatic than that time I jerked off with Pert Plus? <laughs> what was there, a sting going on? Is that- Dude. Plus I was, was I had no, I had no, so I had no lotion and I was like looking around. I was like, I was probably about 16, maybe 15. And I was, you know, decided it was, I had to have a go at myself. I was worked up as you are at that age. So I, I went and I was looking for lotion and I looked under the sink and there was this green bottle, the extra large bottle of Pert Plus. And I was like, well, let's, it means basically the same as lotion. I'll just jerk off with some of that. It'll be fine. Huge mistake. Major fail, Ed. My cock was so irritated, it turned bright red and burned <laughs> for several 
days. Oh, that's a bad one. Afterwards. And it was, and it was inflamed. I'm looking at this x-ray of this thing, by the way. Oh, there's a picture of the x-ray? Oh, I gotta see that. Yeah. There's a bundle. There's a bundle in there. Um, oh, you can see. Is that in the video? I don't want to play the video. No, no. I I clicked. I just Googled oh, the story. and went with an image image search. Oh, I went, wow, you are good on the internet, Ed. Um, but one thing I was thinking of is how how does the reveal happen? Like, mom, can you can can we go to the hospital? Um, yeah. well, what's the matter? Yeah. You okay? I'm oh, just just not feeling well. Well, maybe you should just take a nap. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think that's going to do it here. Um, well, so what happened? Um, well, I'm just going to talk to the doctor. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of personal. Kind of personal. What happened? I, I'm, I've, I've been around for a long time. Maybe I could help you. No, I, I don't. I don't think you can with this one, mom. There's, there's nothing you can't share with good old mom. I mean, it's your, I mean, it's your mom. I gave birth to you. I can, I can understand anything. No, it's, uh, yeah, this is uh, connectivity related. It's uh, computer related. <laughs> <laughs> or what if what if some someone in your house is like, "Hey, <laughs> have you seen the mini USB? You know, it's yeah. like that little one that you used to back up my phone. Where where's the fucking USB cable? Yeah, it's a, no, it's like it's not that it's not the one you're thinking of. It's the one with the little. It's like the kind you use for the BlackBerry. I use it to um. I use it to charge up my Bluetooth speaker. I can't find it anywhere. What's do you? Would you know where that is? I need that thing. That's, no, I, I saw can, it. I saw it go into his room. Where is it? I'm, I just, I've looked under the, the the bookshelf. I've looked everywhere behind your desk. Where is it? Where? What would you do with it? Where could you be hiding that? Just show me, please. Show me right. where. Where are you keeping pockets. it? Where? Where? Empty your pockets. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh Ed, it is yeah. time. We it feels like forever since we've seen her, but I'm pretty sure she was just here last week. It's just it's always such a treat to have her on the show. Delight. She's many, many listeners' favorite. She's many, many listeners' favorite part of the show. We often get email. Where is Fancy? Why are you rushing Fancy? Why don't you? Why do you talk over Fancy? Fancy, Fancy, Fancy. Although I think last week I got one. Why was Fancy in such a hurry to end of the show? And that's a good question. I don't know. It is end of the show is her time to shine she joins us now she is our pop culture correspondent she is the one that gives us the real news of the day of course i'm talking about our very own fancy sauce how you doing fancy hey i'm ed, good yo. how's it going so good to have hi ed you. oh we're having my up uh, hold on why does hold it on. flop yes. like that oh, i've heard that before so just here, is that good? Is that a good level? Yeah, that's good. Thank okay. you. Uh, issues with the microphone. I'm just gonna drink some water. Okay, have some water. Um, while you're while you're sipping away, we have an email <laughs> for you specifically. 
email. Mm -hmm. Hi, Kate. My question is for you. Hi. But most certainly, Brian and Ed need to weigh in. Do they? I hope we don't have to actually weigh in. Well, that wasn't a ringing endorsement, Kate. (laughs) Watching Married at First Sight with my girlfriend tonight in bed after she got home late from work. Married at First Sight. I can already tell who this this one's from because it's very wordy. Almost as ridiculous of a show as the Bachelor franchise, actually worse. This dude sees his wife for the first time, doesn't seem into her. Many drinks later, they are smiling ear to ear and off to a hotel suite. So from what I can gather, these people meet on a show and then immediately get married. I said, oh, now he's into her. He's going to be balls deep very soon. Long, awkward pause. My girlfriend says, that's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. Then another pause. Ten seconds of her busting out laughing. Repeat three to four times. She had never heard balls deep. What? Is this guy only verbiage? Need your input because it turned into a great night for me. Thanks. That's from David in Salt Lake, where we know he is because of his job. <laughs> I thought you were going to say where we know he is balls deep. Oh, yeah. he's Well, he was balls deep that um, night. He kind no, of I mean, I thought that deep. was a pretty widely known saying. Right. Um, I'm, I guess not everyone's heard hear, of it. You hear it a lot around here, don't you? Sure do. Because I'm, I'm the kind of guy that likes to get <laughs> B-Day. Sure do. You sure like to talk about balls it. Balls deep. <laughs> Uh, so you're fine. You're fine with that kind of language. I mean, I'm married to you. Balls. I think deep. that answers everything. I like to get balls. Get them balls swinging. All right. Balls deep. Okay. Uh, Ed Daly, you're you're certainly familiar with that term, as I imagine is your wife. Of course. Yeah. I mean, any boy who grew up listening to ACDC heard a lot of balls talk, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They, Big. They balls. love talking about balls. Ball and Scott. Um. Thank you for that, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Kate McManus, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What are the big stories of the week? What is happening in fancy pop? Well, you've probably all been waiting with bated breath for this 26-year-old supermodel to be knocked up by her Houston Astros boyfriend, pitcher, Mm -hmm. the one that throws the balls. That's right. That's what the pitcher does. He's also and balls deep. Where does he? Yeah, that's but right. But in a different way. Where does he throw? Where is the place that he stands to throw the ball to the, who does he throw the ball to? The batter. The, the catcher. The catcher. That's right. And he throws it at the batter. He throws it. Well, but he, he wants the catcher to catch it. Right. He's the batter not to hit past, it. Past. Past. He's, yeah, he's attempts to throw it past the hitter. Throw it at him. It'll start a fight. Yeah, that's right. But what is that? He stand. There's a seems like it's been thrown at. Him. There's a round circle of dirt, and you're a baseball expert, so you'll know this. There's a round circle of dirt upon which pitching the pitcher's mound. The mound. That's right. And then on the mound, there is a piece of material. It's a rectangular piece of material. It's white, and he's got a. He has to have his foot on that when mm-hmm. he begins his throwing motion mm-hmm. and that thing is called what the pitching plate 
Close, very close. Pitching. He, the, he toes, the pitcher toes the... Also, could another name for an so, eraser? Another name for prophylactic? Something. It's something you might wear when your ball's deep. A rubber. The pitching rubber. The That's pitching right. rubber. Yes. Okay. So, um, but this Justin Verlander, who has very close together eyes, he does not toe nor wear the rubber. Is that what I'm understanding? Apparently not. He has knocked up his girlfriend, Kate Upton. Yeah. So um, her big boobs will be getting bigger. So I have a prediction here and see what you guys think. Baby. This Now this Kate Upton, it, I find very attractive. I think. I she, do we need to go here? Hold on. She's a, she's a beautiful woman. She's unlike a lot of models. She is... She's got very full, natural breasts, but she's from Michigan. And I will say this. She's still very young. She's 26 years old. She's got the kind of body that has the propensity to put on a little weight. Because she's curvy. In the later years. And this baby, this pregnancy... I put her over the edge. I'm not saying I'm predicting that. I'm just, I would prefer that not to happen because I find her very attractive. But I mean, what does it matter if she does? I'm, hey, it is what it is. Like, Kesara, Sarah. Like, let a girl live. She does make a living as a model, though. That's all I'll say. I'm happy for them. They seem She to, doesn't need to make recent, a living. If it went married, away, like, they're going to be fine. He won the World Series. Um, she makes yeah. a lot of money. He collects Ferraris. I think they have a pretty good life. Yeah, life's been coming up Millhouse for them yeah, lately. Not an issue. Uh, okay, what else is going on, Kate? Um, so Johnny Depp has been... John, um, John Depp. Jonathan Depp. Jonathan. What was the post? I, I saw a tweet about Johnny Depp. Uh, short for... John depression or something. I don't know. Yeah. It was better than it's that. Super but, it was, but it was funny. His, I think we talked about it already on the show is. Yeah. There was a rolling stone. Is very expose, depressing. Very depressing. So he's reached a settlement in his $25 million lawsuit against his managers um, and his power reps at the management group um, who he was. Uh, I think that he was suing them for misappropriating his funds. Yeah. Basically. Um, and they countersued, claiming that he was responsible for his own financial woes. Um, and co- court documents revealed that the star spent two million plus on a month on wine, homes, a yacht, and staff. Yeah. And that he paid to blast Hunter S. Thompson's ashes from a cannon. Five million dollars. Um, Depp himself in that Rolling Stone in, uh, interview t- said, "It's insulting to say that I spent thirty thousand on wine because it was far more." Yeah, a month. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. He. Uh, anyway, they seem to have uh, reached an, a, an agreement. They didn't disclose anything. I gotta. S- no. I gotta. S- they, will they indicate when these types of settlements happen? Do they indicate which? It's a counter suit. Yeah. Do I, they indicate somebody won, or do they indicate? I, I, like, I think it's a terms not disclosed situation. But I would have to. I have I to think feel he's wrong, right? Yeah, I have to feel that after that Rolling Stone interview came out, it was pretty embarrassing for him because. They got they got the side of his lawyers or his management company, and they're 
their side was. It was pretty smart of them to go on the record. Hey, look at all these emails we sent him saying, stop spending so much money. So this trial was scheduled for August 15th, but they uh, they reached a mediation over the weekend, and it seems like, I, I don't know who he, came out on top, yeah, but... He, this lawyers are probably getting pretty expensive. He, I guess he had paid, he was annoyed because over the past few years, he's had to pay uh, over $5 million in late fees to the IRS, and he, he was blaming his management for that, and his management came back and said, actually... We were late paying the IRS because Johnny Depp never had enough cash on hand to pay the IRS when his taxes were due. Uh, And this is a man that's made uh, more than $650 million in his career. That's insane. Because he's had ownership of these pirates. He was was getting back end on those. It's a lot of cash to bundle and handle. He was having to take like hard money loans. To against his next paychecks, so he was he was, yeah, he gets paid twenty million dollars, but he was living check to check, and in his case, the money was spent before he would get paid for the movie. He'd get paid for the movie, and then he'd have to pay back these loan sharks that he was borrowing money from, yeah. and the, and his management would be like, "Hey, you need to sell that villa. How about you? You know, you raise some cash. It's like a Nicolas Cage situation where he's just. How about I get a, a payday loan?" At the strip mall next to the Papa John's, yes. I'll, I'll go get a payday loan, could and you, then everything will be fine. What if? Do you think maybe you could go in and just as collateral, maybe give them you know, one of your many rings and/or bangle bracelets, John? You know, I, I would like some extra garlic sauce, and I can give you fourteen bangle bracelets. Let's uh, barter like the Indians with the wampum for the uh, island of Manhattan, except. <laughs> This for cheese sticks and garlic sauce. Hey, Johnny, you don't have to say bangle bracelet because that's redundant. Oh. You can just call them bangles. Oh, either. Maybe, yes. Well, maybe or his are called bangles because he well, wears so many. You got to say both words. Bangles and bracelets. Yes. He, he's got both. Speaking, speaking of bangles, I often masturbate to walk like an Egyptian. Well, as as did I at at a young age. It was a that was the walk like an Egyptian video was a sexual yeah. awakening for a young Brian Becker. That was in the eighties when uh, Peter DeLuise and I and Harry Aoki used to listen to that uh, between takes and uh, masturbate together. Well, I, I know, come on a cracker. I know. I noticed that you always so call gross. Peter DeLuise by his Christian name, and, and Harry Aoki that was the name of the actor's character. Yes, but I still can't get over the fact that he was supposed to be a Vietnamese refugee, and yet he had a Japanese last name. That is kind of weird. That is. <laughs> Somebody should have figured that out early. Well, good luck to you, Johnny Depp. Hopefully you can Best rein in luck. your spending. J-Depp. Very, is very depressing what's going on with him. Very depressing. Yeah. And it's depressing for us because that means there are going to be another five of these pirate movies. Yeah, for sure. If he lives that long, I mean, he looks like he's got actual AIDS. Yeah, he, he did look like he was full-blown the last picture I and saw. And it appears that he enjoys not only wine, but cocaine. He, yeah. He's in the, that in, picture looked very yayo-ish. Yeah, and in the, in the Rolling Stone story, the writer said that he would, he would disappear to the bathroom and come back very energized um, at, at like 4 o'clock in the morning. So... Good yeah. luck to Johnny. Get, maybe get maybe an intervention. Maybe get some help. Uh, what else is going on, Kate? Um, the pod's favorite rapper, 
Takashi six nine. Yes, obviously. Um, I mean, that's, seem- that's kind of not a big enough title. Right. Just say the world's greatest rapper. World's greatest rapper. Well, I feel like we need more Young Dolph news because Young Dolph was our favorite rapper for a while. That time he got shot at the no, Beverly he's, Center. He, right. He's been usurped, though. He's, I mean, this did, is our guy now. He did have that big dolphin chain that was all diamonds. Because he's it was called pretty Young cool. Dolph. That was but, beautiful. Yeah. But did, does he have 69 of them? No, he doesn't have 69 dolphins tattooed all over his body, as far as I know. So, so Takashi69, a.k.a. Daniel Hernandez. Um, yeah, not lo- Japanese. Looks like he might have almost beat the rap. He's now facing um, only a misdemeanor assault charge following accusations that he tightly gripped an NYPD lieutenant's hand. Oh, no. um, I think he was being arrested for driving on a suspended license or something yeah. like that. And um, yeah. he grabbed the cop's hand very hard, apparently causing pain and swelling. Um, so that's something not to do. Um, so he may be only facing this, um, up to a year in jail if convicted. I, I would be pretty embarrassed if I were that NYPD cop because this, and while I love his music and I did watch an interview one time with him on YouTube where he, I think he was speaking English, but I still couldn't understand a word he said. That said, I love everything about Takashi six, nine. If he came near me and tried to squeeze me, I think it would be very easy for me to repel him with just a flick of my middle finger and thumb. And I would just say, get away from me. And I would just flick him away because he looks like he's a bit wispy, like a bit of a pussy. Yeah. It looks like most of the weight is in his mouth. Yeah, like, yeah, he's got, as long as you could stay away from his rainbow-colored jaws. I feel like this cop's like, oh, you're going down. Yeah, he could get some money out of it. No, you're just, you're, you're, I hate you and you're going down. I I feel like. You shouldn't have touched me. If Takashi 69 tried to fuck with me, he would end up very injured very quickly and easily. Well, hopefully Takashi 69 is not listening and doesn't take that as an official, um. Well. Yeah, if he I mean, no like, weapons, no <laughs> weapons involved. I'm talking one on one MMA style. I would fuck yeah. him up easy if he's listening. And and who am I to give him career advice? But the label Scum Gang really just doesn't do it for me. I think no, I think it's, it's not probably very limiting. It's yeah. it's probably limiting his potential there. I would agree. I would have to okay. agree. Yeah, I would agree there. Uh, but still, the show. Well, maybe I mean, maybe lose the S. The, Obviously, obviously. Oh, yeah. Uh, Maybe. Come gang. I also hate that word. Loud come gang. To an L O U D. (laughs) Maybe lose the S. That is inspired. I mean, I work in advertising. I don't don't mean to be reductive of the true favorite rappers of the show, Violent J and Shaggy Too Dope, Mm. but they're like Hall of Famers. Oh, absolutely. There's. 100%. You know, we read their lyrics are like the scriptures you're, to this show. You got to be hard pressed to get to their level. Yeah, Takashi Takashi Six Nine is more of an up and comer, if you will. Yep. And so, and he's loud. He's too. Oh, he's he is, very he is, loud. He's, yeah. Yes, he's very loud. He's got face tattoos. He prefers to sixty nine. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's right. Uh, okay, Kate. What else is going on? Um. So this Bruce Willis was roasted the other night. Um, some of the people taking shots at Willis included Edward Norton, Sybil Shepard, Jeff Ross, Martha Stewart, um, Demi Moore, his ex-wife, um, just to name a few. 
I, I can only imagine how the jokes went like, oh, this Bruce Willis, he only fucked 98 of the hundredth hottest chicks in the 80s. <laughs> like how, like how could you, it's kind of like the Rob Lowe one. Right. Like, um, yeah. He, but he made it cool to he, be bald. Yeah. I mean, well, which, is a, which is a big achievement. That's, that's quite a, that's quite a feat. Huge. Because if you look at the seventies, there were a lot of bad comb overs. Yes. So oh. he did something good and also he did something bad because if you wa- go on YouTube and look at any of those Seagram's commercials that he's Oof, in, golden wine you won't re- be able to have sex for a week. Seagram's, I remember them. Golden, golden wine cooler. Seagram's. Oh. Gold, and it's wet and it's dry. It's wet and it's dry. Yeah, because oh, yeah. it was like wine. They were, they were dry. It was like no, a dry I, no, I get it. wine cooler. Yeah, that's genius. Uh, yeah, he had a blues career, The Return of Bruno. It's wet, he, dry. He'd get up there with his, uh, he'd get up there with his harmonica and blow, and just you know he was a he was a bartender in Manhattan mm. when he yeah, got his big break. It was an unfortunate break. time. Yeah. Uh, so what, what's going on with so the roast? So basically, um, during his final monologue, Willis himself put one of the probably last 20 years, like biggest debates to rest. Which is what? What is the debate? That Die Hard is not a Christmas movie, which I disagree with. I think well, it, it is, is a Christmas. Because it, it is a Christmas movie. Well, it is. It is a Christmas movie. He it doesn't want, he doesn't want it to be thought of as a Christmas movie. Well, he's so wrong. he's trying to have the last well, word wrong. because he's Bruce Willis from Die Hard. Right. But I, I I agree he's it, wrong. It it's takes a place movie. on Christmas fucking Eve. It's a Christmas at movie. Nakatomi and Plaza. Bing, yeah. Cros- Bing Crosby and Christmas and Hollis are pr- prominently featured. I think yeah, we exactly. It sounds like we here yeah, on the, right. the Baller Lifestyle all agree. Yeah. And if you guys out there don't agree, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Sorry. Sorry. It's a Christmas movie. Bruce Willis, you're, you've had a great career. I'm definitely going to be seeing Death Wish two when it comes out because yeah. Death Wish one was. Amazing. Do we know how many years ago Die Hard was? 30 uh, years ago yesterday. Was it? Yeah, 30, so 30 yeah. years. So 20 yeah. was July, like July was 15, a 1988. I just conservative saw estimate. It is kind of annoying, though, when they come out with something Christmas themed in the middle of summer. Yeah. Uh, I read that I, I think all of these like famous Christmas movies from way back in the day it's a wonderful life and miracle on 34th street. They just put that shit out in April. They didn't care. Really? Fuck. Figured come out at Christmas, like Fred Claus. <laughs> bad Santa. Bad Santa. Bad, San- good- bad Santa did come out like Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's, that's still one of the best. It's really good. We should watch bad that Santa at too, Christmas time. Not so much. William Robert Thornton is, mm-hmm. he's a weird dude. But he's pretty great in everything. He's so unique. He looks a little AIDSy, but the dude can fucking act his dick off. Uh, What else is going on, Kate? Oh, Bruce Willis, you're wrong, by the way. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, dude. Sorry, dude. It's it's not going to work. Yeah. Um, David Tom, David, sorry, David Thompson, David Foster. Ed, do, you, do you guys know who David Foster I, I is? I do. I don't think Ed does. Ed, do you know who David Foster is? Hollywood super, uh, uh, music super producer? I know the, the writer who wrote that million page infinite jest. That's David Foster Wallace, yeah, right? That's guy. right. Different, different guy. guy. 
He wore he wore a bandana. Different guy. This guy is he's he produced like Whitney Houston, like in the eighties. Anything that was big, he was the producer, songwriter on. Right, so he's got all the money. He's got he's got like jets and shit. I'm he's gonna, so fucking rich. Here's some musicians he was a producer for: yeah. Shaka Khan, Alice Cooper, Christina Aguilera, Andrea Bocelli, Tony Braxton, Michael Bublé, Chicago, Natalie Cole, Celine Dion, Kenny G, Josh Groban, Brandy, Whitney. Jennifer Lopez, Kenny Rogers, Seal, Rod Stewart, Easily Donna a, Summer, Olivia Newton-John, Madonna, Mary J. Right J. J. Blige, yeah, Michael everyone. Jackson, yeah. Barbara Streisand. Like he's won sixteen Grammys. He's all platinum. I records. mean, he's music royalty. So anyway, he's been Duda married is, about thirteen times, and he's got a lot of children. Due to sixty-eight. Um, he just got engaged recently to his girlfriend, Catherine McPhee, who I believe was a contestant on American Idol yes. about 10 years ago. I believe. Maybe longer. I believe she is hot. She's very attractive. She yes. just, he, uh, they just became engaged and she's half his age. She's 34. And he's 68. And he's 68. Just did the so, math. Yeah. When I said That's, half his age, I actually meant literally. Yeah, literally half, half his, his age. age. That's, so we I wish mean, good for we, him. We wish we wish you well. And I know that there's like it's a nice lifestyle for her, but if I'm her dad, I gotta feel like, wow. Where did I go wrong? I didn't do a great job. Not really. And kept you off the pole. Yeah. But not often. There's, old some, pole. there's something I didn't give you <laughs> that you're looking for in another guy. Right. Ed, your thoughts? Well, she's she's not some scrub from American Idol. Like she's, I think she's done Broadway and Great stuff. Point. Like, I'm, I'm looking, that, like, I just meant that's where she, yes. that's how she, right. her no, no, no. career kickstarted. I'm, not, I'm yeah. not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying it's the move of somebody that hasn't yes. had anything going on for 15 years and is just attractive. She has, but a, she thriving has career. a career. So she, do you really need the money to be with us? No, she doesn't. Maybe they connected dude. over t- music and she, it's love. She had a TV show. I th- He's still a pretty hip guy. She's like, a, I mean, yeah. for his age, yes. yeah. I... I mean, he's out and about. Yeah, he's on yachts and he's partying. He's living like a younger dude. Yeah. But is he... Can he fuck like a younger dude? I don't know. You can ask Catherine. Probably not. I mean, Catherine McPhee is super hot. Like, not she's not hot for a sixty-eight-year-old guy to get. She's hot to be with any guy. It's it's a shocking coupling, but good for them. She is um, three years younger than one of his daughters. Yeah, which no, would be weird. I'll make for a fun conversation. Not uh, awkward. Which would be weird. Not awkward at all. Um, I have a friend who I won't Uh-oh. name. Hold on. No, I'm not naming. I'm not naming anything. Also, it's not anyone famous. So back it up. Kate's dropping names. Oh yes. No, I have a friend. I'm not going to name. Yes, a named friend. Who, who's her dad is dating? Her dad's 75. Yeah. And he is in a relationship with a 29 year old, and it's been very difficult for. My friend, his so, daughter, yeah. to come so to terms when, with. When her dad's consummating that relationship, <laughs> yeah. what what kind of volume is he emitting? I don't yeah, does know. He, can we find out if he's a well? Loud, I don't think comer? that my they live in. My friend lives <laughs> on the west coast, and the dad yeah. lives in New York. So she so wouldn't we, be able to hear him. She unless he would have to be very coast. loud. 
But maybe they go stay over. And Should I, I think that is not on the book. Is he like that yodeling kid? Put a, <laughs> put a glass to the wall like they do. Does that work? Because they did it in every sitcom in the 80s. Yeah. Every, like every yeah. sitcom, every scene of every sitcom, somebody was putting a glass to the door. There was a lot of amnesia. There were yeah. a lot of glasses to the door. A lot of quicksand. Yeah, quicksand. Um, yeah. It's just yeah. a weird situation. Study yeah. montages. It's, boat races. it's a lot to come to terms so, with. So the 75-year-old guy with the 29-year-old fiancé or girlfriend, he's he's destitute. He's living off Social Security. No. He's got like no. a one-bedroom apartment studio. No, he's a successful. Takes the bus. Oh, what, a, what a surprise. Cash Six, is king. Successful gentleman in the oh. art world. Oh, interesting. Didn't didn't predict that. Well, <laughs> that'll happen. Uh, what else is going on, Kate? Um, this Billy Bush can't catch a break. You know, he was just a happy-go-lucky yeah. Today what Show hot yes. host. <laughs> yeah, just like newsreader. You know, laughing at Dude. gross people's jokes. He got that. And- he got that Today Show job right before Matt Lauer got fired too. So he would have got. He would have been right. in line for that Matt and Lauer money. He was just it's all a like, question of timing. Life was, was a ball. Yeah, like for Billy Bush. So he was just to just to recap. He was hosting his show Access Hollywood, and he had a guest on the show, and the guest made all these very very um, sexist lewd, lewd sexist comments. Comments, and he and this Billy Bush didn't say anything about those comments and he got fired. And, but what happened to the guy that said the stuff? He actually was elected to be the leader of the free world, the president of uh, the United States of America. Oh, fuck. Right. He's a real talent. Speaking of talent. Right. So this Billy Bush, um, over his laughing at those comments. Yeah. Which he did. I mean, it was an awkward. It was. It was an awkward position to be in. Yeah. But still, and he's like, "Whoa, Donald!" Like he didn't. I don't feel like he really was. Uh, um, we can replay the replay. We on. could replay yeah. the tapes, but he had a he had a laugh. He was in an he was in an awkward spot. He sure was. I'm no Billy Bush fan, but I'll. He sure was. Look, he's a he is a um, you know, a victim of yeah circumstances yeah. to to a degree. He got fucked in that deal. You know, yeah. he got fucked without a rubber. Yeah. He also. He also got fucked he, in the height department yeah. because he looks like he's about five. Donald, Donald Trump was balls deep. Yeah, and Billy Bush. So anyway, Billy, Billy Bush, as yeah. you know, lost his job, and shortly after that, his wife announced um, that she didn't want to be yeah, married to him anymore, she, and they've just announced bounced. that they are getting a divorce. That's tough because now he's got to give away. She half wants. His shit. Um, she's requesting, of course, spousal support. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what he's doing for a job these days. I don't know, but that's a long term marriage, and he probably has assets. Yes, I think the lesson that everyone should take away is never laugh at unfunny shit. Yeah, I, I also, think I think if I'm guilty of it. If you're a dude, I'm just going to put this out. I don't want to get all serious on this yeah, podcast, yeah. but if you're a dude, like educate other people. Don't laugh at your fucking dickhead friends, yeah. sexist fucking sh- bullshit. I, I know what you're saying, Ed, you know? but it is sometimes it's just easy. You just want them to no. like stop. So you're just kind of like, oh, okay. You know, you just, you're not like over, you're not like egging them on, but it's an uncomfortable situation. You don't want to give them too much energy. I, I, I get it. I, I do it. I do it. And I shouldn't do it. And, but I, I, I can't do it. I can't. But the world, funny shit. The yeah. world is never going to change if these dickheads think that they're funny because people 
laugh at them, even if the laugh yeah. is just to make them shut up. Yeah. In the moment, it's kind of difficult, though. I'm just but saying, it's a, a, a clown like Billy Bush, I think it's a tall order to ask him to be like, you know what? That is not respectful. Like he's not going to be that no, guy. He can't do that. But no. if he if he didn't laugh so hard, he probably would still be working. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I can't. You know what I, I mean? Really like him, that. him giggling away is what just put the nail on the yeah, coffin. Okay. Hey, I'm outnumbered here. Yeah. Fine. I mean, it's hard to be a good Christian. Yeah. Like Billy Bush claims he? he is. We love the Lord. He's very well, Jesus. He's, he's been forgiven. Uh, what else? Is I going talked on? to um, Jesus yesterday. He didn't forgive him yet. Oh, you didn't. Sorry. Oh, that's no. No, I this can speak for God. He said the, yeah. Ed, he said the same thing to me the other day. Yeah, sorry. God, you never said we, we were texting. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Ed, did you go to Catholic school? Uh, I did the whole CCD thing. Okay, you know, so, so Jesus, I was, and because I was, my kids were asking me about Jesus the other day. Jesus, yeah. he gets crucified, right? Yeah. Then they put him, then they're like, all right, just leave him in the cave. They, so they, they go, fuck him up. yeah, they go put him in the cave. And then, but they, 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 he bleeds out. Like they hang yeah, him. He's dead. Then they throw him in the cave. They, he's throw, dead. they throw him in the cave. Okay. Then he comes out. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the resurrection where he's like the third day. He's, they check he's the, the cave f- and nobody's there. Yeah. Then three days later he comes out. Right. And he's like, no, hey, but I'm I back. I don't think he's just hanging out. I think that the cave's empty and they're oh. like, oh, oh, he went. So he that's went, that went was my confusion. Mode. That was my confusion. I thought he cruised back out and was like. Hey, I'm all good. No, he didn't. He didn't go back to being, uh, in the words of Sam Kennison, Jesus, Jesus, the miracle caterer. People he, show up for party with jugs of water. He went to kick it with God, his dad, who's also him. Who's also him? Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Got it. Uh, what else, Kate? Um. Okay. So I don't know if you guys heard, but there was a football, big football match on Sunday. Yeah. In Moscow. Yes. France. Viva la France. I was kind of happy to see France win because everybody hates France. And so that's fun for me. I was happy too. Yeah. So, um, Viva la France. There was a lot of, uh, very hot, um, player girlfriends known as wags cheering yes. on their boyfriends. There, uh, yep. so, some in of the, the stands. some of the players were apparently hot too, because I was watching with my <laughs> betrothed and she's oh, like, yeah. Hey, like every guy that would come on screen, hey, That's oh, cool. who? Michelle was right there too. Yeah, what's yeah. his name? The soccer, soccer players are are. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a lot people. of hot French soccer yeah, players. They do all right, those guys. Um, Olivier um, Giroud. One of yeah. one of these wags. Yeah. Was none wags other and girlfriends. Was none other than fifty-one-year-old, um, quote model. Oh yeah. Pamela Anderson. Pamela Whoops. Anderson. Who's dating defender Adil Rami, who's 32. Whoa. She was in the stands, oh. um, excitedly cheering on her boy toy. Now, see, that's kind of not fair because we just made fun of the uh, May-December of um, David Foster and I'm Catherine McPhee. I'm also making fun of this. and because- But it is kind of like... A little more sexy, and you're kind of like, "Go, girl!" Like it's no, it is. I'm better. like, I'm like, that's weird. Your son's only like a few years younger. Yeah. I don't know. Weirds me out. Yeah, it oh. weirds me out when you're like a mom of like an adult son. Yeah, and you're, I don't know. I'm not yes. saying it's wrong. I'm not you're saying it's right. It's just. I th- um, I think of my mom dating a much younger guy. Yeah, 
would creep you out, like a guy your age. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Um, the do you? Th- I don't know why. Do you think, I think it's just a social? Do you think there's any concern on this Frenchman's part about having to live up to <laughs> certain past the boat scene relationships <laughs> that Pamela has had? Um, he's probably like, nah, I'm good, and I have a hood. Right. Oh, nice. That's a that's a uh, that's a circumcision <laughs> joke. Oh, Very things good. Things always devolve at the end of this tonight. segment. Would you say so, that? she's on fire? I mean, it, yeah, she's hey, really yeah. She's a machine. Why do you keep bringing up dicks? That's not this. That's yeah, this not, isn't the dick that show. Kind of show. What are right. you doing? What is wrong with you? This segment always devolves I, I at this point. Do I am kind of glad that um, that. Pamela has broken away from that sad sack Julian Assange. Oh yeah. Because oh. she's probably what a sad sack she's probably he like, is. um do you want to go to the movies or something tonight? And he's like, Oh yeah. Does that movie play in the Ecuadorian embassy? Yeah, I can't I can't leave this yeah. building. Hey Julian, um she's looking a little pasty. Like you wanna go outside and get some air? Ooh. Can't really. <laughs> Scott how, just stay how long here. has he been in there? And also, has it been like six years or something? Yeah, the the Ecuadorians are probably like, uh, buddy, like somebody needs that room. We got guests. Like the the Salvadorans are coming. Like next how week. have we're they hosting, ended up with them? I don't know. We're hosting. We're hosting the Venezuelan delegation. I'm surprised Russia hasn't taken them on at this point. Yeah, somebody's got to, you know, somebody's got to deal with him. He's, how about he goes back where he came from? Oh. Australia. Yeah, not a proud moment. You're the ones that foisted him yeah. upon us. He was a child, <laughs> he was a child genius hacker yep. from Australia. Uh, okay. He'll always have his books. That's true. <laughs> He'll always be handsome. That's it. Um, That's it? I'd just like to say RIP to Ladies of London Star. Annabelle Nielsen, who died too young. Very sad story. R.I.P. Yes. I, it's a show I used to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, Jeez. R.I.P. to eat to uh, Evil Dave from Stern Show. Oh, yes, oh. another iconic. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's, it's been a sad. A lot of people going too soon. Days. Look out for your friends out there. Yeah. Somebody needs help. Yeah. Get them some help. Yeah. But at the end of the day. It's up to you to help yourself. That's only so much you can do. You can't. You can't do it all for him. Um, on that note, that's it. Look for next week, the episode two twenty nine is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast review Ooh. of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Good movie, featuring a couple special guests. One who I found to be a bit of a diva. <laughs> okay, let me guess. Can I guess? He, a lot of, he had a lot of complaints. He's like, who's, because we did it at three o'clock on is Sunday. His, does his, is his first name Jason and his last name Stuart? Yeah. Jason Stewart's like, whose idea was it to start at three? And I'm like, mine. And he's like, okay. He's like, it's just, can't do anything in the morning. Can't do anything at night. I'm like, well, we got a time zone thing here. All right. He's such a diva. But Ed, little tease. How about that twist that came at the end of the 
Baller Lifestyle Podcast review of Fast Times at Ridgemont High concerning Jason Stewart. Jason Stewart kept us on our toes right through the end. Um, unbelievable. Just so, something out of nowhere that happened at the very end of the show. So you're going to have to listen to episode 229. Tell your friends the Baller Lifestyle Podcast review of Fast Times at Ridgemont High coming next week. I might even listen to that. I doubt that. Uh, but for this week, for Ed Daly, for our very own Fancy Sauce, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode 228 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.